Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Girl in the Gown. Today's episode is really special because it is my first interview on the podcast. Our guest for the day is Keegan Connor, the new Miss Indiana's teen. Hi, everyone. Hi, Keegan. So glad you're here today. Same here. So Keegan, along with three other girls, are very special to me as we all met one summer competing in a pageant. We all got along so well, had the best time, and named ourselves the Fab Five. Keegan and I have competed in multiple national pageants together and have really formed a bond through pageants in the past few years. I'm so excited to have the opportunity to interview her and talk to her about her most recent title, her platform, and what she went through to get there. So first and foremost, congratulations, and let's talk about Miss Indiana's team. Oh my goodness, thank you so much. What was the most memorable part of the week besides getting crowned? Uh, I think, honestly, the girls and the experiences that we made together. That week wasn't the most ideal week. I had an appendectomy on Monday. And so I really had to depend on the girls. And uh, they helped me put my shoes on. They helped me maintain a positive (laughs) attitude. Um, And overall, I think they just really made the week what it was. Yeah. So let's talk about your surgery for a second. How did that like really impact your week? You said you had to have girls put on your shoes for you? Yeah, so um, basically how it all panned out, on Saturday night, uh, leading up to competition week, uh, I just started having really bad stomach pains, and then we found that it was more than just uh, maybe a flu or a 24-hour bug, so we decided to go to the doctor, and after a CT scan, they figured that it was acute appendicitis, and so I'd have to be admitted, so I went to Peyton Manning Children's Hospital here in Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, I was booked at midnight that night, and then I actually had my surgery at 10 a.m., the exact same time that the week started for all the girls. That was when the first event started. So it was crazy how it all panned out. Mm -hmm. And I got out when it like ended. So uh, my surgery uh, went until 11.30. I got out of the hospital because I was very determined at 4.30 in the same day. And I decided to go to 8 p.m. rehearsals that night and move in all my stuff because I just, I wanted to be there so badly. So, So you went to rehearsal the same day you had your appendectomy? Yeah, um, uh, luckily the directors, uh, Aaron and Steve Strager, were very, very accommodating and wanted to make sure that I put my health first. Um, But also taking that into consideration, I really wanted to be there and get to know all the girls and have the same experience as them. Yeah. Wow. That is, that's, that's (laughs) something really huge. I don't, I feel like (laughs) that's so big. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's insane. I, I, I'm so proud of you. I don't think I can ever do that. I love you, Lauren. <laughs> love you too. So keeping on the topic for Miss Indiana's Teen, what are the areas of competition for Miss Indiana's Teen? So for the girls, the whole week goes from Monday to Saturday. For the public, the competition starts on Wednesday. And it's different for every girl because we have a different lineup. But each night you perform a different phase of competition. So everyone does interview on Wednesday. Um, It's a 10-minute interview. And then on Wednesday, I had fitness. So we did our cute little fitness walk, our voiceover of how we stay, hashtag Miss America Fit. And then on Thursday, I had onstage question and evening gown. Um, It was really fun because... um, Uh, I've actually really grown quite fond of speaking in public and especially on stage in front of a crowd. And also I loved my dress this year. I was actually very fortunate to win the uh, evening gown preliminary award. And then on Friday, I had talent, uh, which was very hard for me because of my appendectomy. Singing without much abdominal support was not very ideal. Uh, And then Saturday, if you're lucky enough, you get to uh, go in the top 11 and do it all over again. Wow, that's that actually sounds so much fun. I love that. 
what is your favorite competition and why? It's so hard for me to choose because in years past, it was, I, I started out in pageants. I was there for the talent. So like talent was my thing. Right. Um, and it still is. I would say that's my favorite phase of competition, but it's kind of tied with interview. I actually have come a long way with interview and being able to speak uh, in front of anybody, even in this interview. Like I'm taking my skills that I learned from this past year and applying it right now. Um, but I, I'd say talent is my favorite just because I've I've known what I wanted to be since I was nine, which is a musical theater performer and want to be on Broadway. And it's really cool to get to showcase that on the Miss Indiana stage. Absolutely. I have loved watching you perform the past few years. I just want to know, what is your favorite song you've ever competed with? Oh my gosh, that's a hard one. Uh, So my song this last year was Life I Never Led. Um, And it's from Sister Act, the musical. And the year before that, this was my third year at Miss Indiana's Mm -hmm. Teen. And the year before that, I did Journey to the Past from Anastasia. And that one was really near and dear to my heart because of the message. I love the musical in general. And also just what... I, as a singer, you have to create your own uh, story that goes along with uh, what the song is saying. So I created a really deep and meaningful story to me. So I'd say Journey to the Past was just something that I felt like I could never outdo. (laughs) Yeah, you really had a connection with that one. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Thank you. So I want to talk a little bit about NAMM too. What are some similarities that you've noticed between Miss America's Teen and NAMM? That's a good question. So um, they're definitely different. Um, In Miss America, the organization overall, there are no uh, optionals. So in NAMM, you could have a choice to do uh, talent or casual wear and things that are just extra to the actual main competition. I'd say the biggest similarity is probably the interview. Um, While I feel the Miss America interviews or the Miss Indiana organization interviews are longer. Um, They definitely still cover the same things. You have to have paperwork in certain, uh, you have to have your own platform, which I actually developed when I was at NAMM. So I'm forever grateful for that experience of getting to cultivate exactly what I wanted to be able to speak about passionately. So I I really love talking about Keegan Cares now. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so I wanted to ask you about Keegan Cares too. How did, you said you got started with NAMM. How did you know you wanted to create your own platform? So um, when I first started doing pageants, which my first one was in NAMM, um, I was 11 years old and they said having a platform was very ideal and you could join one, you could make one. And I was like, you know what, I want to make my own because I feel like I want to stand out a little bit. So um, then I, Keegan Cares started out as a therapy dog registration kind of program because I grew up with a therapy dog. I also just love dogs in general. So I wanted to be able to give back to their community. Um, But when I turned 13, I was diagnosed with severe scoliosis. And the weird thing is that we never, I was never checked by a doctor. Um, Scoliosis checks aren't in Indiana schools anymore since 2007. So I was never checked in school either. And it was something that was never really on our radar. So I found that uh, after going through all of this, I wanted to make that the main focus of Keen Cares. Um, So then, but it actually ended up working out really perfectly because I went to the hospital in December of 2019 to get my uh, correct surgery for my scoliosis and um, the therapy dogs were actually in the hospital and so it kind of seems like a full circle moment it's like oh yeah I know I want to make Keegan Cares scoliosis awareness based but I also want to still keep my love there for the therapy dogs I love that so much wow So I love talking about platforms. I love to hear different stories behind them. I love to hear how they got started with platforms. I love it so much. Yes. 
So on my podcast, I talk about preparation, practice, and performance to do your best and make the most out of a pageant. So what do you do to prepare and practice before a pageant? I'd say a lot of it is self-reflection. Um, last year when I went to Miss Indiana uh, for the second time, I felt a lot of pressure, not from people, but just in general to do my best, outperform anyone else. And just, I, I played the comparison a game, uh, game a lot with everyone around me. Uh, and that never proved to be beneficial. And I had to learn right, yeah. over time that the best thing for me was to truly take a step back and look where I started and look where I am now. Um, preparing is amazing. And I, I would do interview prep with my director um, every week. But uh, overall, really digging deep and answering the hard questions and thinking back to my self-growth and my journey through this organization really helped me see the bigger picture and gave me a reason and kind of gave me back my why into why I'm doing everything. I think that's really important. I think a lot of girls play the comparison game and at the point where you're looking at everybody else, then you're not even paying attention to yourself. And I think it's important to really like hone in on what is what's important to you during pageant week. Yes. And it's, it's hard to get away from that sometimes. I mean, it's hard yeah. to, oh, that person did their talent 10 times better than me. Oh, exactly. I could have answered that. It's so hard, but you just gotta, right. it's a lot easier said than done, but just it, take a step back. A hundred percent. Yeah. And so I, my friends ask me this a lot and I'm sure yours do too. How did you get started with pageantry? Is there like a funny story behind it or anything? So I, I got started in NAM and I got a letter in the mail one day and I must have been recommended by someone because it was one of those recommendation letters and it said, you should join our pageant. So I decided to go to, they have these open calls um, just to see if you're ever interested in it. And I decided to go to it and my mom and I had no idea what to expect. Like I, I've only ever done musical theater in my life. I love performing and that's the thing that kind of got me hooked on it, that I'd get to have more experience on a stage and singing or talking in front of a crowd. And I was always an outgoing girl, but I was never one to speak my own mind. Whatever was in my script was what I would say. Um, So I guess I don't really have a funny story, but after going to that open call and seeing how awesome these girls were, not only were they wearing crowns and banners, but they were also so much fun to interact with and be able to have a, a cool bond with them, even just seeing them talk about their platforms or what they love to do on stage. It was just really cool that uh, then and there I decided, oh yeah, this is what I want to do. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I, I actually I actually created this podcast because in 2020, open calls weren't going on. And I, I wish, like, so you got started with going to open calls, right? Yeah. And so I was just thinking about how, how so many girls would lose this opportunity to not go to open calls so this just this just like backs up why awesome. i made this podcast this is that's really full circle for me that's awesome <laughs> i'm glad you get to do this because i i feel like especially with all of our technology especially for the younger uh yeah. generation that this is what they're going to be listening to so this is awesome yeah oh <laughs> i love i love nam open calls those are so much fun <laughs> they were so much fun yeah so talking so speaking about nam for a second what was your most a memorable moment when competing in NAM. My most memorable moment, besides um, uh, getting all the friendships and having great, awesome learning experiences, was actually not a very fond moment. I was on stage one time, and uh, I was at nationals, and I was about to do my sixty-second introduction. And I go up there, um, and I say the first part of it, and then I start getting in my head, and I'm looking out at the audience, 
and I blank. I don't say oh anything. Like I start going and then I just completely forget what I'm saying. And oh as a performer, that doesn't happen to me. Like I'm really good at memorizing. I have stuff down. Um, and I was really prepared this year. This was one of the years where I felt the most prepared I've ever been. And so when I got on that stage and that happened, I, everything just went black. I remember I was so distraught. I went back to my hotel room and cried. Um, but now I, I wrote a speech about that actually in my speech class in high school. And just thinking back to it, kind of going back to what I was saying earlier, self-reflecting, like that was the best thing that probably could have ever happened to me because now I know how to kind of calm my mind down if something ever happens like that again, or also to not take it so seriously. I mean, it's really important to do your best, obviously, but also at the same time, you have to remember that this isn't a do or die situation. Exactly. Um, it's something that's meant to be fun and full of learning experiences. So honestly, if I could choose to do it again, I honestly would. <laughs> yeah. And you've grown so much from there too. So it's really cool. It's you know, you always have to make mistakes to be able to grow, right? So I think that's that's such a defining moment that might not have seemed important in the moment, but now you've you've gotten so far. You just won Miss Indiana's team. That's <laughs> such a big deal. Oh my gosh. A hundred percent. Oh. I'm 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 so happy for you for winning Miss Indiana's team. I've seen how much you've worked over the past few years. I'm so <laughs> glad to see that you've won this well deserved title. Thank you so much. It's surreal. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you recorded songs from with the music artist. So for Nam with the music artist award, you won that 2021, 2020. Yeah, 2020 into 2021. It was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So did you get your own record label from that? Like, I know you recorded a few songs, but like, how did that go? And how's that going? Yeah, so um, with Music Artist, you basically get to record with a Grammy Award winning producer uh, one free song. We decided to do three just because I wanted to get some more out there. Um, yeah. So I ended up going to Georgia and uh, went to his studio and he's amazing. He's super nice. I got to, before that actually, we got to uh, co-write with a uh, person who was on The Voice. His name is Jay Bach. But, um, so oh, it was cool. really cool to get to kind of learn from an actual songwriter. Um, and their perspective, especially on, uh, I was younger then, so it was like two or three years ago, two-ish years ago. Mm -hmm. um, so I was more focused on the pop and a bit more about like, one of my songs is called All My Friends. So a bit oh, more yeah. being with my friends, having fun uh, and summer songs. So it was really cool to kind of see how it takes to make a song in a different genre. Um, so then we got to go to his studio and I recorded all those three songs in a weekend. So we did a song a day, which oh, was cool. actually really crazy to me because I assumed I'd never been in a studio like that. So I assumed that um, it took a lot more time or even a whole week to do one song. But no, we did a, a whole song in one day and it was like an eight or nine hour day. But it was so much fun because I got to do like my own harmonies and uh, kind of have creative liberty when it came to the stylistic choices of it. So it was a really cool learning experience for me and uh, also something that I really want to do again. Yeah. Wow. That's that actually sounds like a really cool experience. You got to see the behind the scenes. You got to learn more about it. And you mentioned you co-wrote co with somebody on The Voice. Do you write all of your songs? I know you wrote Dark Eyes, which is your debut song, but do you write all of your songs? So I wrote Dark Eyes when I was in about 
fifth or sixth grade. Um, that one I wrote completely on my own because I wanted something that was 100% my own. And also I was so young, I really wanted to have that independence. Um, yeah. I did co-write because I understood that it came with a bit more um, uh, just there was a structure around it that I had to keep following. So I wanted to make these like really good. So I, I found that co-writing actually really helped me um, because I was also so new to the songwriting business. Um, I have not released any since then, but I actually have been working with an Indiana, a local Indiana artist who used to go to my high school. Um, and we created uh, about two songs together. So I'm hoping to get to record one of those before Miss America's Teen happens um, because, first of all, it's something great to add to your resume, always. But oh, absolutely. I also <laughs> love uh, songwriting, especially uh, how, I, how I found I like writing my songs is starting from poetry and then going into the song itself. Wow. Yeah. So, so you're working on two songs right now. You want to record at least one of them and release one of them at, before Miss Indiana's Teen. Yes. Wow. That's, oh my gosh. And so what songs have you written so far? Like, I just want to like let everybody on the podcast know yeah. so they can listen. Yeah. So um, all of my songs you can find on any major music streaming platform, but um, on Spotify, I have Dark Eyes, which was my debut song. Uh, yeah. I have All My Friends, Dancing in the Rain, and Dove. Dove is my personal fave just because it's, uh, that's the one I probably um, really wrote the most of because it actually started from a song before that I don't remember the name of it but a song I wrote before that and then we took all that inspiration and created it into Dove. Oh that's really cool so like what's like so you it came it stemmed from another song is there like a deeper meaning behind Dove? Dove is um when you have like a dove have you ever seen them like release that wedding yeah or yeah sort of celebratory kind of thing um, it's like letting go of a past relationship, whether it's with a boyfriend or girlfriend or a friend or even just like a situationship, um, letting yeah. go of it and finally making peace with it. Um, I wasn't, it was just a general idea that I really held on too tight for a few years um, because I had that first song in mind. Um, I'm blanking on the name of it right now, but I had that first song in mind that I wrote a while ago and I really wanted to heighten it even more. And when we came up, there was like a lyric in the song I wrote before that included the word dove. And I wanted to make that the centerpiece of the whole song. Wow. That's, that's really cool. I think that wraps up all of my big interview questions. Nice. So now we're going, so my friends and I talk about pageants all the time <laughs> and they came up with some rapid fire questions to ask you. So just tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Uh, so let, I'll just round off a few questions. Okay. So what is your favorite movie? Oh my goodness. I get asked this all the time and I never <laughs> know. I'd say right now, honestly, it's the sound of music because I was just in that musical and it's, it holds a really special place in my heart. Oh, what? So next one is what is your favorite book? My favorite book, mm -hmm. uh, Where the Crawdads Sing. We had to read it for um, uh, English, but I really loved it since it's like a coming of age novel. Oh, cool. I've never read that. I'll put that on my reading list. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. If you could have dinner with anyone dead or alive, who would you choose and why? Taylor Louderman, hands down. She played, uh, she was on Broadway. She played Regina George in Mean Girls the Musical, and she's oh, been my yeah. idol for years. So I'd love to sit down with her. Oh, I love Mean Girls. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, I saw that you went to the Ares tour in Cincinnati. So, what is your favorite Taylor Swift album? 
Oh my god, Lover. I, all my friends dressed up as different albums and I was dressed up as Lover. Oh my And gosh. I think the music in that just connects to me in a way that I'll never be able to describe because first of all, I love pink and that's a big color. <laughs> and also I just love, love, love Lover. It's just, it's, oh, I can't put it into a sentence. It's just amazing. <laughs> my friends and I did that too. We all dressed up as different eras and like, Who are you? Different, Who are you? I was 1989, 1989. Uh, I can see it. I can see it. <laughs> awesome. So I think that wraps it up. Is there anything else that you'd like to add that we didn't cover? Um, if you want to follow me, you can follow me at Keegan Connor Music on Instagram. Or if you want to follow my Miss Indiana's Teen Journey, you can follow me at Miss America's Teen IN on Instagram as well. And uh, you can visit my websites, keeganconnor.com or keegancares.com to learn more. <laughs> awesome. So be sure to keep in touch with Keegan as she competes to, um, for Miss America's Teen. And thank you all so much for listening. I'm your host, Lauren Rogers, signing off. Bye.